and welcome to this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets, presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and we are breaking down everything you need to know for Saturday, August 14th, and the 10-game featured slate that gets going just past 7 p.m. Eastern Time over on DraftKings. We're also going to talk about some best bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook. But before we do any of that, let's talk a little bit more about our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks. If you head on over to prizepicks.com and use the promo code MMNMLB, you can have your first deposit matched up to $100. It's so simple. There's no reason not to do it. So do it and then consider my favorite plays on Saturday's afternoon slate. We're actually going to stick with one game, one team here, a rarely used prize pick stack on Saturday. Let's talk about two Reds going up against Matt Moore. And come on, you knew it had to be someone like Matt Moore if I was willing to double dip on the prize pick segment. Matt Moore has really struggled, really struggled specifically as a starting pitcher for the Phillies, where so far this season, he has a 6.98 ERA as a starter. Opponents almost have produced a 400 WOBA against Matt Moore when he is starting these games. This will be his 10th start of 2021 on Saturday. And you've got a couple bats at the top and in the middle of that Reds lineup that I really think can take advantage of Matt Moore and his recent struggles. Let's start with Jonathan India. There might not be a guy who's been better against left-handed pitching in the recent past than Jonathan India. His over-under on prize picks is eight fantasy points on Saturday. Obviously, I like him to go over. So, since the beginning of June, this is a span of 73 plate appearances for India against specifically left-handed pitching. He is hitting 403 with a 192 WRC+. And again, he's hitting atop this Reds lineup, so this could very easily be a five-plate appearance day for someone like Jonathan India with Matt Moore on the mound for the Phillies. And another thing to think about when it comes to Jonathan India and Nick Castellanos, who I like to go over his fantasy point prop of 8.5, the Phillies' bullpen is also pretty bad. They are top five in baseball in terms of highest FIP. So you're probably going to have some pretty positive matchups even once Matt Moore leaves this game. When it comes to Castellanos, I like over 8.5 fantasy points because while he hasn't been hitting left-handed pitching exceedingly well in recent months, it's just something he's done really, really well for his career. He's got a 301 career batting average within the split, an 882 OPS, and while he hasn't looked amazing since coming off the IL, he did hit a home run on Friday, so I think that might open up the floodgates a little bit with Nick Castellanos, who can be an incredibly streaky hitter, and when he he gets hot, you definitely want to get a piece. So Castellanos over 8.5 points, India over 8 fantasy points in that same matchup between the Reds and the Phillies. Okay, let's talk about this 10-game featured slate on Saturday. Only 10 games, but we are not lacking for pitching talent, particularly at the top of this slate. The most expensive guy, as you might expect, Walker Bueller, $10,600. Remember when we were talking about Walker Bueller as being sort of like underwhelming in 2021? Like, oh, he's got a great ERA, but he's not really striking out batters. 
maybe the substances have been affecting Walker Bueller. He's been amazing. He's been absolutely, like, he has jumped from an afterthought in that Dodgers rotation early on in the season, just because of all the talent they have, to a necessary member with all the issues they have with that rotation currently, and arguably the front runner for National League Cy Young Award. I mean, look at his last six starts. 1.14 ERA, a 1.96 FIP, and a 29.4% strikeout rate. He's also held opponents to a 225 WOBA in that six-start span. That is microscopic. That is, dare I say, unhittable. So Walker Bueller justified to be this expensive and is obviously viable with how he's pitching right now. And it's the Mets. Um, the Mets are going full Mets the last couple weeks. It's not all their fault. They're dealing with some injury stuff right now. No Javier Baez. He was just put on the IL on Friday. Obviously, they're still missing Francisco Lindor as well. So this lineup just isn't at 100%. But this is a team in a pennant race that came into Friday batting Brandon Drury as their number three hitter. If you're not enticed by a lineup where Brandon Drury is hitting in a high leverage spot, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Past two weeks coming into Friday, just an 89 WRC plus for the Mets. So good matchup. And I would say Walker Bueller is probably matchup proof at this point. But if you're going to get a good matchup, you take the good matchup. Um, Joe Musgrove is another name I want to talk about towards the higher end of the salary range on this Saturday slate. He's $9,100. Joe Musgrove's a mystery, man. Um, Amazing start to the season through that no-hitter. Everyone loved Joe Musgrove. Everyone who drafted Joe Musgrove in redraft formats was, you know, dancing in the street. They were going around, celebrating, getting high fives for how amazing they were for believing in Joe Musgrove. And then the wheels kind of fell off and it coincided with the substance checks and it really seemed like Musgrove might not find himself again in 2021. And now his past three starts have been exceedingly good. He's thrown 19 innings. He's only allowed two earned runs. And most importantly, the strikeout rate is back up where it was early in the season. It's actually better than it was early in the season. It's 32.9% in a small sample, obviously, but positive signs right now from Joe Musgrove. And I went and looked at the advanced numbers. I went and looked at the pitch mix. I went and looked at the the pitch velocities from the past three starts. Nothing is really all that different. So I don't know, guys. I don't have a reason for why Joe Musgrove is suddenly pitching a lot better the past three games, but he is. And he's probably got the best matchup on this entire slate in the Arizona Diamondbacks. Their past two weeks coming into play on Friday, a .099 isolated power as a team. You probably don't have to uh, sit here and listen to me tell you that's the worst mark in all of baseball. I think that's pretty obvious. They also have a 27% strikeout rate in that span of time. That is one of the highest marks in the entire league. So again, a prime matchup for a pitcher who is really hot right now. I've been sort of like in and out with Joe Musgrove in terms of like the circle of DFS trust. I would say he's kind of snuck his way back in there. So I'm willing to spend 9,100 on Musgrove. That could actually turn out to be a pretty, a pretty manageable price point uh, when you consider what his ceiling could be against this Diamondbacks team. Okay, cheaper options. Guys who are less than $7,000. Let's start with Jameson Tyon. Now, this has to come, obviously, with the warning 
that, you know, the Chicago Cubs, they're not the Mets. They're not the Diamondbacks. They are one of, if not the best, offensive team in all of baseball. They are fully healthy again. They've got Eloy Jimenez. They have Luis Robert back in that lineup. They are dangerous. This is not matchup-based, though. This is simply price point and recency success-based. Jamison Tyon has really turned a corner. I know there were obvious questions about his health coming into 2021, his durability. That was a big question in redraft formats. Don't care too much about that in DFS. But the guy who was the top prospect in the Pirate system seems to have reemerged with the Yankees. His past seven starts, a 1.25 ERA, holding opponents to a 242 WOBA in that span of time. He's not a huge strikeout guy. The strikeout rate's been hovering around 23%, but when you're below $7,000, matchup starts to mean a little less. The 30% strikeout rate dream starts to mean a little less. If Jamison Tyon can go six innings and strike out five or six guys, you take that every single time, especially considering his win expectancy is pretty high playing for a Yankees team that, I mean, they've lost a couple of games the past couple weeks, but it doesn't really seem like they've lost a lot since the trade deadline. So I like Jameson Tyon. Is he my favorite play on the slate? No, but again, he's less than $7,000 and he's viable. So he's worth mentioning and worth considering. The other guy I had circled, Aaron Ashby. Now, maybe it's just I want to play Aaron Ashby, and actually not be just so incensed when I played him last time and the game got, not rained out, but there was the hour and a half rain delay. Ashby goes two innings. He doesn't come back out. I mean, it's frustrating. But Ashby has so much potential. His numbers at AAA this season are staggering. The advanced stats love him, mostly because he's got a 36% strikeout rate in AAA in 2021. So, The upside is very easy to see with someone like Ashby, and he's only $4,900, so he does not have to do much to bring back value. But with that strikeout pedigree, I mean, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but it's very rare you get the opportunity to look at 5x or 6x value on a slate with a pitcher. And Ashby, maybe it's a 20% chance that happens, but still, it's on the table. And that's something we don't often get. So I think you have to consider Ashby, especially considering the Pirates are just not a great offense. This is also, I should say, a seven-inning game, but Aaron Ashby wasn't going to throw eight innings anyway. So I don't really think that affects the pitchers. That's more of like a a stacking opportunity with the Brewers uh, and maybe negating that. I I still like Ashby even with the seven-inning second game of a doubleheader format. Okay, let's talk about some stacks or one stack in particular that I'm really excited about on this 10-game slate, and that would be the Oakland Athletics. Um, Oakland's been on fire. I mentioned New York hasn't lost since the trade deadline. Kind of feels like Oakland also hasn't lost since the trade deadline. They're facing Jordan Lyles, who is strangely priced on this slate. I would expect to see Jordan Lyles at the lowest price tag of any pitcher. He does not. Spoiler alert. Um, His past five starts, he has faced 45 left-handed batters. I should preface this by saying he's also been bad against right-handed batters. But lefties specifically, 45 lefties, they have combined for a 737 slugging percentage, a 476 Woba, 3.9 home runs per nine, and he's only struck out, struck out, excuse me, in English, 13% of those lefties. So hard contact, dangerous contact, and a lot of contact. That is what you want to see 
in a stacking opportunity. We've also got some really affordable left-handed bats in this Oakland lineup. Now, the one decision you're going to have to make, and I think it's 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 one that might be salary-based, especially if you're someone looking to use Bueller or Musgrove, you can't play Matt Olson and Mitch Moreland. They both only have first base eligibility. It sucks because they're probably going to hit second, third, or fourth in that A's lineup against the right-handed Lyles. But as good as Olsen is, he's he's $5,700. Moreland is on fire right now, and he's only $2,300. As I said, likely hitting in the top third or at least the top half of this athletics lineup against a pitcher who can just not get out left-handed bats. I think you have to take the guy who is half the price, even if it means passing on Matt Olson. It's also an opportunity to differentiate your stack uh, because I think some people are going to be on Oakland on Saturday. But Jed Lowry is 3,900. Um, you can also mix in the good right-handed bats. Mark Canna, obviously Starling Marte has done nothing but hit since being traded to Oakland. So, you know, go lefties and righties there. But the olsen Moreland thing is important. Uh, and if you can go Matt Olson, go Matt Olson. But I think most people are going to find the affordability of Mitch Moreland really helps out with their builds. All right, let's talk about some best bets before we get out of here. We'll stick with that Oakland-Texas game. Uh, as I'm filming this, Oakland is losing to Texas. It looks like they're going to lose. I'm going to say they lost. You guys can correct me in the comments. If, you know, Oakland has a miraculous comeback, it would not shock me. Because coming into Friday... The A's, 7-0 in their last seven games. A couple of those comeback victories. They also have the fifth best run line record in all of baseball. So I'm going to take Oakland on the run line. We've got a lot of big spreads, big money line favorites on Saturday. So you might have to incorporate the run line a little bit more than you would normally want to. But that run line is paying minus 110 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, Oakland has really just outclassed Texas for most of this season. And they've won a lot of games by at least two runs. So I trust them to do it again on Saturday against a struggling Jordan Lyles. And then, this is kind of an interesting one, St. Louis, Kansas City. It's got a game total of 10 right now. It's one of the highest game totals Saturday night. And that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I have literally no faith in John Lester or in Brad Keller. I don't think either of those two gentlemen is a very good pitcher at this point in 2021. But at the same time, you know, 17 of the last 22 Royals games have gone under. And that's because the last two weeks, the Royals have a 61 WRC+. This is a team that just can't hit, even if John Lester happens to be on the mound. And the Cardinals, they've been better lately, but Dylan Carlson's banged up. You know, I, I just don't think these are two offensive juggernauts. And for them to have one of the higher game totals just didn't sit right with me. So I'm going to bet the under here also at minus 110 to go along with Oakland run line at minus 110. And that's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and I will catch you guys next week.